Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dungeons and Comedians. Uh, I am your Dungeon Master, Brendan Bennett, and uh, this is night two of our Dungeons and Comedians stream, uh, our Underdogs and the Underdark Adventure. Um, thank you so much for joining us again. Um, I'm really excited. As you can see, uh, if you were here last week, we have like raised our game technologically speaking things are looking a lot fancier than last time and hopefully everything is going to run super smooth because if there's one thing that dungeons and comedians as a product over the last few years is known for it's slick production values it's for costume pieces that never fall off ears that don't disintegrate um shields that are definitely not made out of dinner trays uh and um like a detailed understanding of the ins and outs of fifth edition dungeons and dragons and um all of the technical aspects associated with that so what <laughs> what you're in for is just absolutely pure technical by the book dungeons and dragons like we always deliver um, and so uh, I'm going to introduce them now, um, starting with probably the most knowledgeable uh, person about Dungeons and Dragons, someone who often will discourse uh, with scholarly thoughts about um, how different classes are balanced against each other, um, you know, hit percentages and how they affect things, all that kind of thing. So please welcome to the stream, first of all, um, Playing the human fighter known as Belt, it's Emma Cousin. Hello, Brendan. Hello, Belt. Uh, welcome along. Yeah, it's good to see you again, Brendan. I really missed you. Um, it's it's good to be seen. Um, are you ready to get into another adventure? Yes, um, I am. I'm all prepared. But um, Belt ran out of Pinot Noir, so I've had to make like a little cocktail. Um, <laughs> also, this is a different vase, and this wasn't clean when I filled it. Anything, anything could happen tonight. This is the essence of lockdown living. I know, <laughs> an, right? An improvised cocktail in a dirty vase. Yep, that tasted dirty. <laughs> uh, doesn't that, doesn't that just mean with ice? Is that... A, well, it's a, double dirty then. No, okay. Oh, no, that's on the rocks. Um, yeah. Okay, let's let's meet our next adventurer. Um, of course, he's famous for his uh, uh, application of bees in uh, to solve problems. Uh, <laughs> the tabaxi rogue known as Trixie Abernathy. Please welcome... Aaron Jelly! Yay! <laughs> so gangster. Yeah, man. How's it going? It's going good, Trixie. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. A, a dirty cocktail is when you put an olive in, but you leave the olive juice. So you get a bit of that, that stank. I definitely <laughs> got some stank. Yeah. <laughs> Not um, anymore. It's all <laughs> low fat. 
Fantastic. So uh, is lockdown treating you all right, Trixie? It's pretty much the same, you know. There's not as much traffic to watch, which is a drag. Uh, but there's a lot of people walk back and forth out and you look at them and that kills, you know, 12 to 15 hours a day. So that's been good. Fantastic. <laughs> all right, let's uh, meet our next adventurer. Uh, he is you know one of those rare characters that makes such an impact as an npc that is then elevated to a player character um so please welcome the centaur known as dave the centaur played by karen so hi brendan hi dave how you doing oh not bad um it must be it must be tough for a for a centaur to be cooped up. Yeah, uh, keeping yourself well groomed is is quite tricky at the best of times because like your human arms don't reach all the way back. Um, but luckily, I've got a, a few woodland creatures in my bubble who are, who are willing to lend a hand. Hmm. Yeah, when you when when you put it that way, centaur problems are kind of like T Rex problems, aren't they? Yeah, a little bit. Hmm. Um, all right, well, that's given me a lot to think about. We have one more adventurer to meet. Uh, it is, of course, the High Elf Wizard, emphasis on the high, uh, known as Alfonso the Great, played by Kathleen Bird. Hello, friend. How are you doing, Alfonso? I'm doing good. I had a little, I had a little mishap, <laughs> and I <laughs> burnt my hand. But it's okay because it was just my left hand, so I've still got my right. <coughs> what is? What, and what is also, Brent, Brendan, Brendan, yes, more important. Now, I did notice that in the comments last time, last week, that my amazing fashion was going off and everybody wanted my hat. So yes. this week, I thought, I thought you could, if you want, I've got not one, but two to give away <laughs> to, to someone or some ones who do something. So that's pretty good, huh? Okay, that's uh, that's a great idea. Um, obviously, the uh, the logistics of that need to be sorted out, but uh, in in concept, I love it. If they live in a five kilometer radius from where I, I will cycle to their house and put it in a box and leave it for three days outside three their days. house, so that any germs on it die. That seems um, legit. That's a good plan. And I see in the background you've got your uh, familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's good. She doesn't really. <laughs> she's pretty cute. <laughs> oh. um, and we're getting a lot of congratulations for how audible you are. Oh, thank you. I had a bit of a cold last. Um. Yes, and uh, I'm just I'm just keeping an eye on the uh, the comments as we go along. Um, Does anybody want the prize? Uh, I don't think no one's won the prize yet. But uh, 
Jack Jones is asking, is Alfonso the Minister of Health? Um, <laughs> I guess because of your, your offers to bike far from home. Um, no, only five kilometers, really? <laughs> all right. Uh, shall, we, shall we start this adventure? Yeah. No, let's just hang out. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's try and try and capture this in a cinematic way. Uh, we start with the camera taking in a beautiful sunny day. Uh, the 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 sun is beaming through the trees. There's birds flying. It's a it's a forest. Maybe like the one that uh, Dave the Centaur uh, spends his days protecting. But as the camera um, tilts down, we go past the blue sky, through the trees, and then down, down, past layers and layers of rock and sediment, as if the camera is falling down a hole, uh, falling down deeper and deeper and deeper, until we find ourselves in a large, underground cavern the cavern illuminated by uh like phosphorescent moss as we look around this cavern we can see over to one side we see uh the empress's palace we see wow. the the noble district we see the shopping district we see a sludgy river and on the other side of the that sludgy river we see the kind of rundown area where uh, there is a, a rather run-down-looking shack, and next to that shack, a hole. Uh, on the shack is a sign that says, Bluegill's Budget Burial Hole. Bluegill, of course, being uh, your sponsor, your manager, as uh, the gladiator team that you are. But in the centre of this cavern, dominating it, we see a, a mighty stone oval, uh, the arena. And we hear erupting from this arena uh, shouts and cheers uh, and oohs and ahs as there seems to be action going on. And our camera now goes down past the cheering and screaming crowds, past the sand of the arena, and then down below to the rooms underneath the arena where all of the gladiators wait for their chance to fight. And here we see our four adventurers. Waiting for their moment, uh, waiting for the previous bout to finish so that they can take their turn. Their well, goal, of course, uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, their goal, of course, is to become the champions of the arena because only the champions of the arena have the right to ascend uh, through the Empress's Palace up the golden path up to the surface. What do you, I just want you to take a moment. You're underneath uh, in the waiting area. What are you doing as you wait for your match? I'm like, um, um, hey guys, wasn't that a great sleep at Bluegills? Yeah, there was a great sleep at Bluegills. I got, well, I got heaps, heaps of sleep. Oh yeah, there was a question of um, bunk arrangements. Do we need to address that? Uh, I think I just decided to sleep outside. I just t tied myself to the hitching post and then <laughs> and then just went to sleep. Is it because you're a sleepwalker? Is that the 
Uh, so no one tried to ride off with me in my sleep. <laughs> I also like to be tied down while I sleep sometimes. You get it. <laughs> I just cuddled up with Bluegill, you know. Just in his bed, it was really crushed, but it was nice. Um, just left the bedroom to belt in Alfonso. Why? 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 <laughs> what? 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 Are talking? <laughs> I don't know. I'm already gone, man. I'm in the guy's bed. I... Well, I mean, I mean, if you want to uh, waste your prep time, Trixie, you know, cuddling, that's that's your decision. It's not a choice I, I would hear make. You. I'm yeah, yeah. At least, it, at least why, it was. I don't know why Alfonso's hand is broken now. I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> has to do with me? As as you are having this, as you are having this uh, awkward and uncomfortable conversation um, here amongst the kind of the caged animals and. Uh, uh, things are uh, you hear a huge chair erupt above you and then there is a flash of white light and where that flash appeared suddenly an enormous turtle comes flying through the air and crashes into a wall and then slides oh. down to the ground unconscious a cleric runs over and starts casting healing magic on the turtle which turtle is it uh, you you remember uh, that the night before, of course, you yeah. met four the four teen turtles. Yes, uh, elderly oh, gladiators. Oh. Yes, uh, their their names stuck from when they were young gladiators. Yeah. Um, but they were trying to uh, extort your manager, Bluegill. Oh, what well, they were trying to collect on a debt from him, but you managed to talk them down. Yes. Then there's two more flashes of light and two more turtles come flying through the air again, slamming into a wall, slamming into the wall and sliding down. Oh, no. oh okay. I run over to them. Can I do that? Yes. Okay. And I say, who are you guys fighting? Uh, the, the, the turtle that are in the red mask, um, Botticelli, uh, is... Botticelli. Botticelli. Okay. Is uh is kind of like hazy, kind of like can't quite like make out what's going along. At that moment, there's another flash of white light and a turtle comes flying through the air towards you, Alfonso. I need you Me? to make... Yeah, because you've you're now in the in the There's splash zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I need, okay. Oh shit, I forgot to get my dice. Fuck. <laughs> Um, do they have enough clerics to help everybody? Uh, there's just one overworked cleric. Oh no, I better I better help them. Okay. Um, I'll run up to the most recent arrival and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. All right. Just before you do that, uh, Trixie, uh, sorry, Alfonso is going to yep. try and roll out of the way. So a dexterity saving throw. Okay, I get to add. What do I add to that? Your dexterity. Oh yeah. Six. Is there your total? Okay, you're you're in a total sandwich. Ah, uh, I uh, mean, like, is it hot? Uh, it's, it. Two 
extremely uh -huh. old leathery turtle. <laughs> um, both of them semi-conscious. <laughs> uh, oh, I could do worse. <laughs> one of them slams into you, and you take uh, you take two damage. Ow! Oh no! Where does it get me? Well, it's more of like uh, you get that little oh, bit like crushed. A okay. Yes. Oh, scat in my bit. Dave, you're coming over to help. Uh, while you do that, I just uh, there's a few questions about uh, what happened, Trixie, to your boyfriend Stick. Uh, <gasps> your boyfriend Stick. Like, how would Stick feel about you? Is nowhere to be seen. Um, ben is saying what what happens underground stays underground. Is that, <laughs> is, that the, is that Trixie's policy? That's about right. I'm sort of, um, I believe at this point in our adventure, I'm keeping my boyfriend's dick close to my chest. So um, <laughs> that's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. that you have to take your boyfriend's dick. Dave, you were casting. Well, now, now that I've, I've got a full, you know, picture of all the things that are happening, I'm going to change uh, what I do very slightly, and I'm going to cast Goodberry. Okay. Um, so I have ten berries in my hand, and I'm going to give a couple to Alfonso, and then I'm going to oh. divide the rest out between between the totals. I feel um, like I'm on some fucked up reality show. So Dave pops a couple of berries into your mouth, Al and no, no, I'll, I'll I'll give them to Alfonso. I don't want to be so forward. I immediately put no, no. When he goes to give them, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, you you feel a, a healing sensation. You're healed back up to full health. Oh, good. Yeah, great one, Dave. Thanks, Dave. That was really nice of you. Oh, so, God, right? I was feeling really shit there for a second, but then Dave. Yeah, cool. Um, so, and you distribute the the remaining berries to the to the turtles. The the cleric is quite grateful, and he kind of like puts them in their mouths and like helps them like chew the berries. I'm not going to help them chew. That's right. The the clerics the clerics doing that, uh, and uh, does that like thing to like help them swallow and they start to they start to come to and they they stagger um back towards the the exit at that at that moment uh the chairs above start to die down uh and you see uh the other platform so you're waiting next to one platform that's going to raise you up the other platform now lowers down oh and Standing on the platform, you see four armoured warriors. They are all in, uh, like, silver armour with capes. They're all holding silver hammers, uh, and they all appear to be uh, young women. Ooh, I appreciate that. The, the, the four of them walk kind of in a, in a diamond formation uh, off the platform and directly towards you. Uh, heading towards the exit. Cool. Why are they? Uh, once, so one of them is, is saying to the other one, 
We should talk to Felix and try and get some serious competition. Um, hello? Yes, and I tilt my elephant on a jaunty angle. They pause for just a moment, again, in, like, all of them stopping in sync. They, they look at you kind of up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, then one of them turns around and says, they'll let anyone into the arena these days. And they ah! start walking again, uh, kind of turning their heads away from you. That's not very nice. I slowly pull my phone. <laughs> I, I would like to use my mage hand, my invisible mage hand, to like uh, do whatever the armor equivalent of tying their shoelaces together is. You know, mess traps or something. I want you to make a sleight of hand check. Okay. Sleight of hand, I got a plus seven. Oh my god. Plus a three, so I've got ten. Oh. Okay, so you you see you, you've got an because you're a a, a, th- a arcane trickster, aren't you? So you have this yeah. invisible mage hand. Uh, you try and like undo the straps of one of these paladins, uh, but um, they immediately sense what you're doing, spin around, and you see a very visible magical hand appear and slap you across the face. Uh, and then ah! the hand just like floats up in front of your face like this in a kind of a talk to the hand motion. Very disrespectful. And they continue walking uh, towards the exit. The cleric who was helping the, the tortles uh, turns to you and says, oh, don't even try talking to the Cathys. The Cathys? The Cathys, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, both, yeah. So there's Kathy, Kathy with a K, Kaz, and Kath. I hate them. Oh, I don't like the mic very much. Are they still near us? They're about to get out the exit. Okay, can I do that thing where, like, I make, like, an illusion of, like, a sound in their ears? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, okay. Just in their ears, they suddenly hear somewhat like a, a voice whisper, you just pissed yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> again, this is not successful. Oh! Okay, okay, but, but. I can create a harmless sensory effect, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, look, let it go. Let it go. Okay. <laughs> um, they've they are gone, and they you have really, um, the you've really embarrassed yourselves. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, coming from you, Brendan. When, oh, sorry. There was the there was the cleric saying it. You've, oh, you've, really, uh, you've really embarrassed oh, yourself. Was it the cleric? It was in uh, Brendan's voice. Uh, yeah. Uh, you had yes. to be disappointed, didn't you? Like, Brendan, you're like the father figure here. You're like, oh, I'm very disappointed. Well, I, I have no comment on that. Um, mm-hmm. the, but the cleric says... Uh, yeah, you've really just you've really embarrassed yourselves there. But hey, you got your match coming up now. You better get on the platform. Now's your chance to really turn things around. 
Sorry. What did I miss? So the four of you uh, gather on the platform that's going to lift you up. At that point, um, a fish man comes running up to you. It's your manager, Bluegill. Bluegill! Where have you been? Yeah, Bluegill. Oh, oh, sorry, I've been doing warm-ups for like an hour. The cleric was real mean to us in Brendan's voice. (laughs) (laughs) You've missed so much. So, Belle, did you say something? I said, don't you breathe through gills? Why are you <laughs> panting out your mouth? Panting is to, like, regulate your body temperature, right? But, like, if he's a fish, isn't he cold-blooded? Why would you pant in the- anyway? Are these the things you want to say to Bluegill? Yes. <sighs> oh, um, those are a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, Personal questions you're asking. Um, I can get some. But why are you rushing? Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to say. I wanted to say good luck. I've been um. I've been up there, kind of talking you up to the other managers. Yeah, thank you. Trying to trying to kind of get a bit of bit of word of mouth going. Did it work? I think so. I mean, people are actually watching. Good. Yeah, Bluegill. I'm getting the impression that people really like a. Uh, we 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 got to put on a show here, don't we? Yeah, yeah. That's 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 a, a fundamental aspect of being a gladiator. Yeah, because that's the thing. We're great at fighting. Like, I don't want to brag. Pretty much everyone we meet dies. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe I think we need to we need to make sure to really get the show. Yeah, because well, last time you. <laughs> You won the battle, but it was down the bottom of a hole, and no one really saw it. It was effective. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, anyway, okay. Uh, a bit flashy. Better, better go, better go. Okay. Uh, and so the platform uh, starts to lift uh, you up into the arena. I pull on my T-shirt. Oh, yes. Uh, so you all have your uh, T-shirts, the sponsorship T-shirts that you got from... Um, from uh, uh, Kimim's uh, weapons and armor. Oh yeah. With uh, the picture of a, a treasure chest with a tongue sticking out of it. And uh, you, the the roof above you opens up. You uh, are lifted up into the arena. Wow. Uh, once again, the floor area of the arena is just kind of a blank. Uh, marble at the moment but around you uh, la- last time you remember the arena was, was, wasn't very full and because the, you were kind of the curtain raiser no one was here to see you now you've moved a little bit higher in the, uh, in the order uh, there's, there's more crowd and they seem to be taking a little bit more of an interest in you oh great can I do a quick flourish with my glaive absolutely roll performance Okay. That's an uh, 11. <laughs> 11. You It's not it's not quite um that Star Wars lightsaber kid video. Oh no. <laughs> but but it's it's like this is someone who's who hasn't really practiced it. It's, it's not the... slick. Oh okay. But you don't drop it. Are the Cathy's out yet? 
So the Cathys have exited, uh, oh. and if you look around, you they are not in the crowd. Okay, okay. Uh, but as you do look around the crowd, um, so you see once again there is like the VIP box. You can see the Empress there, um, who is an elderly drow, a dark elf, uh, okay. who is uh, kind of watching with a with a kind of uh, somewhat bored expression. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that maybe Bluegill has talked to you a little bit, but so about the politics. So you probably recognise next to the Empress is the Empress's consort, Scar the Barbarian. Oh. Uh, now apparently he was a former uh, champion gladiator, um, who the Empress took uh, took on as her consort. It doesn't sound like a drow name. No, he's a, a, a big hulking human. Mm. Oh. Uh, he's wearing nice head. Yeah, he's a he's a kind of a like a you know, a human fighter. Well, actually yeah. a barbarian. Um rippling muscles, very oh. tall. Looks like um. he could ride a horse well. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> I look at him directly. And then I um like just to make like an amazing like kind of entrance. Uh, I like make like a shower of sunshine. Can I do that? Yep, I want you to roll performance. Okay. Um, I get to add. Oh, it's too little. And oh, that's good. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yes, this is this is. I mean, this is your speciality. Okay, great. And so, so, just describe describe what what happens. Okay, so I look over to the VIP balcony and I make eye contact with the Empress first, just to get her attention. But then I look directly at the guy, the big, Scar. big, hot, sexy guy next to her, and then yep. like so that she knows that she's watching me, watching him. And then out of nowhere, I'm like. Bam! Sunshine! <laughs> yes, yellowy flakes of sunshine <laughs> uh, kind of flutter around you. Brenda? Uh, yes? I, wa- I wonder if I might make a history check, because I know that sometimes a barbarian might, you know, name themselves after a historical great warrior. Is okay. this Scar any relation to Scar, the great warlord who traipsed across the countryside and uh, became a golden statue. Ah. Oh, oh, that's, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, roll history with advantage. Six. <laughs> okay, well, look, you, you've really nailed this. So, uh, give it to you anyway. Uh, he was a, a member of a gladiator team uh, called the Golden Ones. Um, and uh, they would all, like, paint them, paint themselves in gold wh- when they fought. And it does seem like it was a tribute to the mighty warlord Scar. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just because I forgot that. No, <laughs> this is, it was entirely intentional. Um, Okay, uh, so you you have uh, Alfonso. Yes, you have definitely caught the 
eye of uh, the Empress and Scar. Good. Uh, as well as you, there are kind of a bunch of VIPs sitting up with them as well. Uh, but you've caught you've caught everyone's attention. Good. The uh, now uh, the was Belt watching? Sorry. Was Belt watching? Is that? Yeah, I was watching. Oh, interesting. Okay. The MC uh, now appears. You remember that he was a floating eyeball with four tentacles on each of those How tentacles. How could I forget? Uh, his name is Felix Woundray. And he says, and now it's time for our next gladiatorial batch. Batch, you saw them yesterday, and they seem to have caught people's attention. They are known as Belt's Buddies. They were complete strangers yesterday, but today... We know them a little better, so I've done a little bit of research. Maybe I should introduce them. Of course, they are led by uh, a hero, someone who was instrumental in defeating their foes, the four men who are very good at fighting. Uh, we believe that his nickname is Belt. Uh, they call him Trixie, the Belt Abernathy. Uh, 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 and the other three are... His buddies. So, uh, yes, we'll see how they do tonight. Uh, we'll see if uh, old Belt can outwit this uh, their opponents as well as he did last time. Wait, 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 guys, guys, guys. And then I do a little bit of a huddle, and I'm like, okay. So I come in for the huddle. I huddle really awkwardly because of how tall I am. Okay, good. Um, um, screw you, Dave. I'm taller than you. Um, I'm the tallest person here. Um, I, I get because everyone I can't handle huddle. this kind of pressure. I, I go into the huddle and I'm like, guys, that was an error, but maybe that's quite good because I am the human fighter here. But maybe if they think that it's true, maybe that would be good. Like maybe we'll, we'll catch them off guard. You know what I mean? Okay. I love the so way you're not like letting a, your so it's a get him. What? So it might be a tactical advantage to get everyone's attention on our road. I I can't. This I oh, it's so much attention. Is there like a a couch nearby that I could uh, scamper under? So at the moment you're on your platform. You recall that there's kind of a little force field around your platform to stop you uh, leaving it before the bout has started. Okay. I mean, we can't um, correct I'm... it now anyway, right? Like that's all done. So we may as well roll with it. I'm loving this attitude. She's not, you know, like just don't the like with the psychological manipulation. Okay, well I Oh my I head just... broke! <laughs> Ladies so and gentlemen, we now have uh, one head to give away. <laughs> <laughs> look, Trixie, I'll, what did you want to say? I'll, I'll walk up I'll kind of uh, look to the crowd and like wave a little bit and uh Maybe try to get them on my side. I'm going to like do a cute cat thing where like uh, I sit down and I'm like trying to lick myself, but then I start like overbalancing. So I fall and I roll backwards and I land like that. I kind of look up around like what? And everyone. Uh, yeah, people are like, you get like a polite applause and you hear one person try and start a belt, belt, belt chant. 
Oh, but it it, doesn't, it doesn't catch on. Um, and in the meantime, um, I just start pretending to be a cat. <laughs> okay. I do a bit of this, make some make some biscuits, and uh, give it a bit of. And I'm like meow. And I, I just do like some human stuff, like I, uh, I, I just like break a, a, a chair over a belt. Uh, I don't know what the people do. Um, uh, just have like rippling muscles and uh, a real um deep masculine energy. And now let's meet their opponents. All the way from Hundredacre Woods, it's the and you see on the platform opposite you, um, you see a uh, what appears to be like a 13-year-old boy um, with light brown hair, wearing a blue shirt and a fierce scowl. Uh, next to him is an enormous brown bear wearing like a tattered red shirt, um, a giant boar that has like uh, like pink stripes painted onto it, and uh, a tiger. Um, are they acting like like just animal animals or like animals who are people? The uh, Okay, make a nature check or animal handling, whatever you want. Oh, okay, uh, 20, not natural. Okay, uh, so the... Animals, they are, they're not acting like humans, but you get a strong sense that there is an intelligence behind them. Mm. But also um, you get a strong sense that um, the human, uh, who you know is Christopher Sparrow, uh, is clearly like they look to him for guidance and instruction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take them down! Uh, there's only one more thing that we need to do. We need to decide on the arena. So let's spin the wheel of destiny. Woo! Felix spins the wheel uh, and it goes around. Well, well, well. It looks like the library is open. Suddenly. The arena starts to magically transform once more. In front of you sprout up rows and rows of shelves covered, uh, lined with books. In the corners of the arena, uh, there are four uh, enormous statues of um, stern-looking figures looking down on the arena with a finger held to their lips like this. Oh, the uh, barrier around you starts to fade. Uh, and we hear Felix say, and now it's time to gladiate. The crowd roars and you roll for initiative. Oh, I've got 18. Okay, let me hear them. 14. 18. 18. What, is that a one, Alfonso? Okay, 
Trixie, you have a higher dexterity, so you go first. So we'll go Trixie, Belt, Alfonso. Oh, sorry, Trixie, Belt, Dave, Alfonso. And I'm like, yeah, go, Trixie, you human fighter. Uh, um, I walk, uh, I run on two legs uh, towards them. Can can I reach them? So place? so you can't even see them uh, because of these big shelves in front of you. So all of the shelves are like lined up um, perpendicular okay. to you. All right, well, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'll, I'll just climb up one of the bookshelves. Like if they're if they're pretty tall, if there's a tall one nearby, I run at it, I jump up, I climb up to the top. Okay, uh, then I want you to make an acrobatics check. Okay, that will be oh, thirteen. Uh, apparently, my mic is cutting out. I think it's when you shout loudly. Okay. I'll try and keep a handle on things. Just like um, it. He's so expressive. Sorry, what, sorry, Trixie. What did you roll? <laughs> I think he said 13. 13? I think he said that, yeah. All right. You, yes, you, you managed to climb up... Uh, to the top of the shelves um it's not your most elegant climb and you kick down a couple of books but yes you make it to the top and you can now see the whole arena so there, there's all these rows of uh shelves mm -hmm. the, in the center there's a kind of open area uh which you can see there are like leather armchairs and tables and lamps set up oh, lovely and you can just see uh, kind of movement at the other end of the arena as your foes are kind of weaving their way between the shelves. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess I'd, I'd like to kind of call down to the party, all right, Belt's buddies. If Belt's buddies are ready to book them, then let's book those buddies, non-buddies. We're the buddies. There, we uh, grab the book, and I grab the book, <laughs> uh, and and I uh, and and I run. I run. That's taking a real leadership role in this one, isn't he? So you're grabbing a book from the shelf, yeah. and then you're running. You're at the top. Of, you're at the, on top of a bookshelf. Where are you running? Uh, just uh, as as much towards where the people are where the, the 100 acre boys are. Okay, to do that, to you would need to jump from, from your bookshelf to the next bookshelf. Then that's what I'm going to do. Okay, acrobatics again. Oh, that's an 18 plus a seven. That's a big old 25. All right, describe it however you want to. Okay, what I do is I throw the book in the direction that I'm going to jump. People saying, what's he doing? I jump. They're like, there's no way he can make that jump. As I'm about, like, the, the bookcases are like this. I'm coming like this. I'm going to fall. But then the book's there, and I step on the book in midair and make it the rest of the way. <laughs> ah! 
Mm, there's an appreciative murmur from the crowd. Uh, so that you've used both of your actions on movement there. So now it is Belt's turn. Oh yeah, right. Cool. I've definitely been thinking about it. Um, um, hey, Brendan. Yes. Uh, so they can see, how do, is it like, uh, like they know where to go, they're just going, or is it like they're confused? Uh, they're not confused, but they you have to kind of run in a, like a long, like zigzag pattern to move forward because of how the shelves are lined up. Sure. So it's just like a like when you go to the airport and you're like do, 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 do. exactly yeah okay great it's not it's not really a maze no that's what I was wondering get thank you Brendan that's great um cool um so um how far away am I? uh so you can't see anyone yeah I know that's not what I'm asking are they close you. You don't think so, but I you don't know. Okay. Um, because of the bookshelves in the way. I kick the bookshelves down. Yeah! <laughs> Make an athletics check. Dominoes that shit. Yeah, it was 16 and there's plus five. So I'm just like, bam, foot. Absolutely. So you push over the bookcase directly in front of you. It slams into the next one. Trixie, of course, you were standing on that bookshelf. So I want you to make a dexterity saving throw. See if you are crushed. Oh, it'll be fun. Okay. Um, I've got a 15 plus my dex, which I'm pretty sure is a four. Okay, yes, you're able to backflip off the bookshelf. Um, and Okay, so the, you knock over like the, the first three bookshelves. Uh, and then they kind of like don't quite have the the uh, strength to push over the next few. Uh, but there's like a now there's like books flying everywhere. There's right. like paper uh, flying around everywhere. Um, right. So you, you 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 can still move if you want to. Um, I'm gonna like jump on top of the piles of like bookshelves and stuff. Okay, yes, you do that, uh, and you, as you kind of run across the now flattened shelf, you find yep. yourself now next to Trixie. Great. Hey, man. Hey, what's up, man? Um, and then we both remember that we're trying to, like, make it quite, um, like, a show, um, and, we, and we rip our T-shirts open. <gasps> ah! Okay, Kathleen, I think, <laughs> volume-wise... <laughs> Um, well, then people are going to have to stop ripping their shirts off then, aren't they? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. That was all Bell's fault. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, that, that's... So, are you wearing anything under the T-shirt? No, just my enormous pecs. Okay. Yeah, that's... Um, a lot of hair. Just... Yeah. Yep, that that certainly captures uh, captures people's attention. Yeah, Great. job done. All right. Uh, at, at that at that point, uh, the you see uh, from the other side, springing up into the air, uh, a tiger. 
um, who then like lands on one of the bookshelves using his tail like a spring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he's going to kind of bounce off that and onto another book bookcase so that he's now like quite close to you. And he like roars. Um, you can't get a sense of any other m- movement because of the bookshelves. Dave. Um, okay, I'm going to charge at the, the tiger's bookshelf. Okay. Um, and I, I've got reach with my with my glaive, so I think I can probably strike at the top of it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, that was an 11. Uh, so he, he just bounces up uh, and you sweep underneath his tail. But I get to make a bonus bonus action if I do a charge. So okay. can I use my hooves and knock the the bookshelf so as he's coming down to land back on it, it's not there where he thought it was going to be? Go for it. Uh, yep, so that'll be an athletics check. Uh, 20, not natural. Uh, great, another supernatural 20. So you... Yeah, you push out the, the bookcase out from underneath him and he comes crashing uh, down, uh, basically in front of you. Um, let's see how well he lands. Uh, he lands pretty well, but uh, the, the books are, are not that comfortable and so he does, he does take a little bit of damage. Hmm. Uh, cool. Alfonso. Okay. <clears throat> so... Right now we have the air is filled with flying books and papers everywhere, right? Yes. You know what that looks like to me? That looks like kindling. I'm so sorry. I just before you do that, something happens. Ugh. You when Belt ripped his shirt off, you screamed yeah. very loudly. Yeah. Um the one of the statues um rotates around towards you me uh, yes and you hear a, a sound coming from Shh. no one tells me to be quiet and then the eyes of the statue begin to glow uh, and two red beams shoot out of the statue towards you uh oh uh, and you take 5 damage Oh, on top of that three, that's eight that I'm on. Oh, no, 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 because I got healed. I got healed. You did get healed. Okay, okay, okay. That's okay. I can deal with it. Do I get okay. to retaliate? Now, now it's your turn to, to act. Okay. Okay, good. So I'm a bit hurt, but I'm okay. Uh, story of my life. So um, so with, I'm going to make two Eldritch Blasts. And one of them is going to be at the tiger, who is a little bit hurt, but I'm going to make him really hurt. Mm-hmm. And the other one, I want to be on, like, you know, how you see this paper and, like, books flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I, with my, my eyes, I want to look at what's going to give, like, the most spectacle for the audience to sort of, like, just sort of, like, blow up in flames. Okay. Uh, roll, roll? Roll, both of, roll both of your attacks, yes. Oh, so I roll both of them at the same time? Yeah. 19 plus 6 is 25. Yep. 
18 plus 6 is, you know, like fucking heaps. It's fucking heaps. Yes. So your first one, yes, it, it hits um, the tiger. Uh, sending it crashing back into another shelf uh, and then a, a cascade of books lands on it um, doing further damage yeah um, and then and then and then yes you manage to ignite the pages around you um, creating a almost like a halo of uh, flames around you Uh, okay, uh, you hear a little bit more movement amongst the shelves, um, and then, um, next to the, um, in the, in the, the, the closest still standing shelf in front of you, suddenly, like, bursting through the books, like, there's an explosion of books outward, and then, like, halfway through the shelf, reaching out to you is this brown bear. Mm. It seems it seems like it's got stuck halfway through the shelf, but it's still able to like swipe out of its claws at you, uh, Dave. Because, oh, because you were you were the closest. Wait, so he just got within reach of me? Yes. I have a thing for that. Of course you do. Um I am uh, an expert with my glaive, which means that um, when someone, oh, where is it? Hola, master, where are you? It's I get an opportunity attack because he because he came too close. Okay, make make your attack. Um, that's a twelve. A twelve. That's a hit. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the bear's not wearing any armor. Aha. Um, okay. Yes. You hit him. He's going to do his attacks now. Uh, what's your AC? Uh, 15. 15. Okay. Yes. One of his attacks hits, uh, and you take seven damage. Bah. Uh, but you see that he's got stuck in this uh, bookcase now. So he's swinging towards you, but uh, he only managed to get you once. Mm. Uh, all right. Trixie. Okay. Uh, how's this tiger looking? Uh, the tiger is uh, kind of partially buried under books, looking pretty woozy. Okay. Um, I think I'll try and finish him off. What I'm going to do is uh, bring uh, my unseen servant into the play. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I can just do that, can I? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, now, like, I'm a cat, you know? And so, like, I would know, like, the sensitivities that a cat has kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I know what you should not do to now I get my unseen servant to do that to this time. And what is that? So, you know, we're in mixed company. There's a lot of people listening. I don't want to go into the details. I'll, I'll cover my you. ears. La, 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 la. Yeah, okay. You, 
you kick that tiger I mean, in the it's ball. like it's it's pretty universal but that i know as a, as a cat you don't want it all right uh acting through your unseen servant i will make uh an attack okay my roll comes out a, a natural ah <laughs> A natural what? The natural twenty, Brendan. Uh, one, a natural, a natural one. one. Oh. oh, it cut out! I thought you said twenty. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So you you summon this unseen servant, and you say you whisp, kind of magically whisper to it, kick the cat in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you are not specific enough. <gasps> no! And it spins okay. around and it kicks you in the balls. Okay. Right. Um, what's the what's the, I can't remember the dice for a ball kick. Ah, you take six. You take six ball damage. <laughs> Does the crowd love it? It's damage to my balls. <laughs> the crowd. The crowd. You hear a oh, a yeah. large yeah, percentage yeah. of the audience. Uh, I make a meal of it. I really chew on some scenery. I'm going cross-eyed. I'm going ooh, all of this. <laughs> uh, you know, that's make, great. Make a meal of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, belt. Okay, so tiger dude still there chilling out. Yes. Okay, and bear is still there, being like. Hey. Yeah, they're actually quite close to each other. Oh, great. Because uh, so the tiger slammed back into the bookcase, and then the bear came through that same bookcase. Interesting. How ferocious is this bear? Very ferocious. It's like there's like slobber flying. It's still trying to like mm-hmm. uh, force its way out of the bookcase. And how um how um uh, smart is he? Uh, well, actually, um. Smarter I can say that he's a he's a bear. Yeah, get you up for that one. He's a bear of very little brain. Right. Oh, no. Um. And finally, um, does he look kind of hungry? Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do, Brendan. You might have to stop me on this one. I feel like I'm breaking boundaries. So I'm going to try to capture the tiger and shove it in the bear's mouth <laughs> and somewhere along the yes, way yes, i'm yes, going to yes. put my stinky cheese on him <laughs> okay this is the stinky cheese that trixie stole from a guard last time is that right yeah i still got it okay um so this is what you're trying to do is grapple the tiger it's kind of like I put the stinky cheese on my hand. In my mind, it's a soft cheese of some description, real soft. So I've like gone la 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 la, and then I kind of like go to the tiger and I go like yeah, and shove it the mouth, like one okay. move. Okay, uh, I want you to make an athletics check. Sure. Uh, this is going to be this is going to be an opposed athletics check. 17. 17. Yes, you are able to do it. So describe exactly what happens. 
Oh, I, I don't. I put the cheese and then the tiger's there, and I'm like, mm, <clears throat> down his fur. I push him, but with like pointed fingers like that, like, and I put him in the mouth. Okay, the the bear can't help but bite down instinctively um, because of the cheese. Uh, as it bites down, suddenly there is a flash of white light and the tiger disappears. Uh, and uh, the crowd applauds. Cool. And then I grab the back of my T-shirt and I rip that like, yeah, yeah, uh, like that. I need to get new T-shirts. No. Yeah. Uh, all right. Nice move. Uh, okay. At that point, uh, you see down coming down uh, like the, at the end of the the row of bookshelves, the this. Uh, Giant boar appears. Uh, it like paws the ground and then it charges straight towards you. Um, and I think that there's now like three of you kind of gathered together. So like bowling pins. Yeah, that's what it's going to try and do. It's going to try and hit all of you as it charges into you. Yeah. Right. Um, Let's but let's see how it works. Um, all right, it manages to charge into Belt, who is the closest. Okay. Um, uh, and you take three damage. Okay. But uh, its collision with you kind of sends it bouncing off out of the way, and it doesn't hit the other two of you. Just a question, Brandon. Thanks, Bill. Is that actual damage or is it ball damage? Uh, that is that is just regular regular damage. Okay, so the balls are fine. The balls are fine. Or have the balls yeah. just taken their like proportion of the damage mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. relative to the rest of the body? Relative. It's evenly distributed uh, 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 across okay. and your balls. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Just checking. It, you should always check. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> that must be Dave. Where's that boy? You haven't seen him yet. I want to find him. Okay. Just roll perception real quick. Natural one. Oh. <laughs> okay. You... Uh, can't tell where he is, but you you have it. Maybe there you, wasn't a boy. I can't remember. You kind of get a sense, like you think, is he behind me? Is he in front of me? And you kind of start to get a little bit disoriented. Uh, what do you what do you what do you, what do you want to do? Well, um, the bear's stuck, and I feel like it would be an even worse time for the bear if it was even more stuck. So I'm gonna cast uh, spike growth on the area that the the bear's in that bookshelf. Okay. You do, uh, what, what does that do? Uh, it means it's difficult terrain, so it's like half your movement to move through it, and every five feet you move through it, you take two, 2d4 piercing damage. Okay. Um, 
right yes you do that that springs up around it and you see as it struggles it seems to be getting even more trapped um alfonso hello i don't have my floating disc do i you in this timeline um it looks like you do actually i do yep. didn't they take all of our stuff uh there's a it's a spell so it's a you spell can, Whoa. you can cast I still it. do yes yeah okay <clears throat> it is time for me to find this boy okay so i summon my floating disc and then i hop on it and then i go into the air and then i look around and what do i see so as you as you get a little bit more height you see uh the the bookshelf with the bear poking through it on the other side of the bookshelf is the boy who's desperately trying to like push the bear through so he's in the spike growth as well uh yes i, I suppose he is in the what in my spell oh okay okay and so now, okay, okay, okay. Can I, how far from me is he? Uh, he's not very far at all. You're kind of doing- I will way. blast the boy! Okay. Okay. 13, oh, plus six is 19. That's a hit. Oh, that didn't work very well. <laughs> Uh, yes, you you hit him with a, a devastating hit. Um, he staggers back, uh, but because he's caught in the thorns, he takes even more damage. Oh, yeah. Five, I don't know where you are to high-five you. Back to Trixie. Am I still, like, up at the top of the bookshelf? You are on top of a collapsed bookshelf. Okay. You're with me. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, you'll be acting soon. Maybe I'm just going to uh, maybe sort of jump over to somewhere strategically nice, somewhere I can see what's going on. I'm just going to perch up and curl up in the wee ball and uh, wait. But okay. in the meantime, I'm going to cast a jump on Bell, um, giving him the ability to jump three times as effective. Okay. Felt you find you feel yourself filled with a kind of uh, spring-like energy. Great. And it's your turn to act. Okay, cool. So the bear is in the bookcase with the kid. Yes. Behind him. Yes. And then there's a boar. The boar is uh, quite close to you on your side of the bookcase. Yeah. And it's doing this. Yeah. They just charged at you and bounced off you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's already hit me. Yeah, 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 yeah. How far away is it from me now? Uh, five feet. Cool. Okay. Um, hey, I've, I have some weapons. You do? Um, so I'm going um, to get out my greatsword, mm -hmm. and I'm going to jump real high because I can. <laughs> and for effect. <laughs> and then I'm gonna do that thing, like you know, when you get your sword between your legs and you go down like this. And I'm gonna go ah the whole time. Great. And I, 
I'm gonna try to shish kebab the bowl. Uh, You're so good at shish kebabbing. I do love a good shish kebab. The shish kebab. Oh, that's quite good. Okay, you can do two attacks. Oh, cool. Um, um, but I will say, you so you jump up into the air, and as I recall, you say, "Ah!" Yes, I do the whole time. As you as you say that. Um, oh no! The, the librarian statues turn towards you, and they all go shh. And because you've leapt above the uh, shelves, you are in view of all four of them. Uh oh! Damn it! Um, fortunately, you're moving too fast for some of them, so you only get hit uh, by two of their beams, uh, giving taking six damage. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, and then you make your attack. You can make two attacks. Cool. Well, while I'm doing in one swift kind of like Lord of the Rings-esque motion, I do that. But then I get my longbow out and just aim it at one of the shush guys. <laughs> so you're going to shoot one of the statues? Yeah. Okay. So, why don't you make that attack first? Okay. That, that would be a 12. A 12? Yep. Okay. I mean, it's made of stone, so it yeah. points okay. off it. Can I do my other one now? Absolutely. Right, oh, right. That would be a nine. A nine. Yeah. And Including your bonus? Yep. Uh, I'm going to give you advantage on this one because of the uh, like the height advantage that, that Trixie has given you. No. Oh, yeah, that was a natural 20. Okay. And this is the ball? Yeah. Yeah, you shish kebab it. Yeah, uh, so you just come down straight and skewer it right through and there's a flash of white light, and it yeah. disappears. That's a shame, because I was going to put it next to the flames. Mm. Uh, um, all right. Uh, at this point, um, the, the bear is still struggling with the, uh, the bookcase and the thorns that it's trapped in. Uh, so as it tries to get out, it takes further damage. Uh, is anyone within range of it now? Uh, I'm on the disc above where the boy was. Yeah, I think you all moved out of range. I might be able to be seen. Okay, well, that's kind of, No, I've, I think that you've moved back. So the bear is unable to attack anyone. Cool. Um, so then it's Dave's turn. All right, has it become clear where that kid is now that he's stuck in my spike trap behind the... Yes, and if you couldn't, uh, Alfonso would have pulled out to you, I'm sure. Cool. Um, I'm going to do a, a risky but probably dramatic move because I want to jump into my own spike spell. Oh, actually, it's concentration. I just stopped the spike spell. Okay. I then jump in. And then I want to like lift him up in front of me and go, 
Ah! <laughs> is this the boy? Yeah. Okay. Because he's only 13, he can't be that heavy. Okay, yeah, so you grab this boy and then you make a loud noise. Um, <gasps> You're gonna drawing the attention of the, uh, the four librarians. Um, you hear the distinctive sound. No, no, no! Oh, um, yeah. Uh, two of them uh, roll critical hits. <laughs> what? Um, so you are going to, um, since you're holding him out in front of you, I think you're going to take half of the damage. I've got cover. <laughs> um, okay. So you're going to take uh, seven damage. Okay. Um, in your arms, there's a flash of white light, and suddenly the boy is gone. Um, and then there's another flash of light, and the bear is gone. Oh. Huh. They're gone. Oh, good job. The, oh, yeah, we look rather real confident. Like. Yeah. The shelves around you start to fade and disappear, and you find yourselves back in the. Uh, Blank arena once more with the audience uh, applauding. Yay! Uh, I'm going to do some backflip. Okay. Make an acrobatics check. Oh, uh, yes, finally. 15 uh, plus 7. Yeah, you do amazing backflips. Um, and you hear, that's right, give it up for Belt and Belt's buddies, everyone. Look at those backflips. Oh. Can I make an illusion? Yes. Like, okay, so you know how, like, the speaker has just gone, well done, belt something, something. I, just as loud, make a speaker announcement saying, hey, guys, fun fact, belt is actually this. And then I make another minor illusion of an arrow and put it above actual belt. Okay. You do that, um, and the, I guess there's a kind of a murmur around as people are like. Is it like oh, murmurs or is it like gasps? Not gasps. I don't think people were that invested in uh, the identity of who Belt was. Well, they will be. Um, can I say, Belt, get on my back? Yeah, and I just ride Dave. Yeah, we do a victory lap. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the audience applauds. Um, you see even the Empress. Uh, it gives you a, a kind of a polite yeah, clap. And then we like stop right at the Empress and we like look at her, we give her a little salute, and then I rip Dave's t shirt and I go, No! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Am I then... the only one wearing the t shirt still? Yeah, yep. that's, that's right. Are you gonna show the tattoo? We Hello. cut two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're back below the arena. Bluegill is ecstatic. Oh, that's good. I rip off my t-shirt in celebration. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wow, that was, a, that was an amazing performance. I, I think you're really going to do this. I think, I think I'm really going to do this. Yay! It's a We're going to show them all. Did you ever so, doubt us? Bluegill? Yes. 
We've been invited to a party. Oh, a party! A party! We're already a party. All of the a proper party. All of the yeah. managers. Are, oh. All the managers are going to be there. This could be a chance. No, but maybe you know, build a get a bit of word word of mouth out there. So that we can ascend. Yes. Shouldn't we be ascending now? You've got to become champions. Okay. After the party? Champion. You know, champions are, are the ones who've like defeated all comers and proved themselves to be the greatest. You haven't even fought the cafes yet. You've defeated two comers. Okay, okay. You've got us there. I've handled more than that in my yeah. What do you say? Shall we go? Let's have a party. Okay. okay. Could, could you put some shirts on? No deal. At that, at that point, a, uh, a treasure chest um, <laughs> with, with four, like, the, like, tottering along on the little, like, it's got, like, little, like, furniture feet. Yes. It's so adorable. He's tottering tottering along and he says uh the 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 the, the lid opens uh and he speaks to you. It's um Kimim, your sponsor. And he says Oh, that was amazing guys. I really I mean, even though you ripped the t shirts, like yes, really no. got the word out there. People are really talking about them. I you saw a lot picture of the t shirts. Yeah. You just gotta um, reverse your thinking, bro. I've got some. I've got some more for you. Yay! Yay. He opens up, and again, like he kind of like, blah, 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 like I coughs out like t-shirt cannons. They're kind of a little bit covered in like uh, stomach acid kind of thing, but that seems to like um, shake off. Biggest copy cruises, Brendan. They're like battle worn. It's all. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, no, they're they're absolutely fine against yeah. it. Um, okay, well, I'll see you. Maybe I'll see you at the uh, the big party. Okay. Well, where is it, and what's the deal with it? Oh, it's um, this is uh, uh Bluegill talking. Oh, it's at the uh, it's at the Glass Tower. It's over in the Noble District. What? The Noble District. Oh, I'm never, fancy! I, ne I never get to go to the Noble District because they don't they don't use the burial hole. They use the mausoleum. It's very fancy. Ooh. Oh. Who is the host of this party? Oh, um, that is uh, that is Zima. Zima of Zima's mausoleum. All right. He's an, he's another one of the uh, he's another manager. I see. You, you say this is in a tower. How big is this tower? How tall? Oh. Uh, it's two, like two, three stories high. You get quite a, a quite an amazing view of the Underdark. Mm. Okay. I don't think Zemar is anything backwards, so this sounds fine. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna not gonna give it to you that easy. It is now in the kind of evening phase of life in the Underdark. Um, the the moss is turning purple. Nice. And you find yourselves now in the noble district, 
um, at the base of a glass tower. Uh, everything, everything in it is made of glass. You can see through it. You can see people walking up the glass spiral staircase leading to the big, like, disc-shaped glass room at the top. People are walking around, getting drinks from the glass bar, um, dancing on the glass dance floor, uh, looking out from the glass balcony. No, I'm really concerned about me and my big hooves. Uh, you know, there's, there, you're not the only hooved uh, creature there. There are some, uh, like, what, like satyrs there. Oh. Oh, guys, should we go up? Oh, I can't Sounds wait. great. Can't wait to start hobnobbing. Hob hobnobbing? Yeah, there's some hobgoblins I want to hobnob with. Oh. Hey, you do what you feel is correct. Look, if I can get some big matches for you guys, then you can get straight to the top, top of the rankings. Oh, that's good. And then we'll get out of here. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you can, I guess, then you'll leave. Yep. But, you know, that's that was the deal. That was the deal. Sure was, little buddy. All right, so uh, the four of you uh, work your way up the spiral stairs um, to up into the glass. Uh, as you as you come up, uh, quite a few people turn and like uh, applaud. Um, That's nice. And uh, there's a, a the bartender like taps against the glass and says. Uh, well, everyone, I've been told that um, that uh, Belt is buying everyone a beer. Uh, so beers are on, on Belt. Uh, and everyone turns to you, Trixie, and is like, oh, thank you. That's so good of you. I, I say to them, uh, yes, drink up. <laughs> uh, which, which everyone does. Um, you got money to pay for that, Trixie? I just kind of like shrug and I look at Belt and I look around. I just wander off. I'm guessing there's lots of like people and shiny things and shiny objects and stuff. I'm just going to go check some stuff out. Sure thing. Yeah, yeah. What, what does everyone want to do? Mm, I just dance. go into the crowd. Okay. Alfonso's dancing. Uh, Trixie's scoping out the joint. Belt, what do you want to do? Um, I would like to go the glass and just like look out. Right. Yep. Uh, and Dave, I want to find out who Zima is. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Well, let's let's start with you then, Dave. Um, okay. Because you may have even already picked up this information, uh, or Blue Girl might have. Uh, Told you as he was like pointing out some some VIPs, um, but uh, over uh, in in a in a corner, uh, drinking a, a goblet of wine, uh, you see a a drow in a, a rich red cloak um, talking to a talking to another drow. Um, he has a very stern look on his face. You know that this is Zima. Mm. 
Is he stern, like, angry, or just, like, that's probably just his face? Roll insight. Uh, nine. Yes, probably just his face. Okay, so it's not a bad time, and I'll go up and, and introduce myself. Hey, I'm Dave. I'm I'm one of Belt's buddies. Ah, Dave. I was oh. very impressed with your performance. Oh, in thank the gladiatorial you. ring. That's very nice. You seem like a very nice person. Well, thank you. If you ever need any to dispose of any bodies, may I recommend my mausoleum? Oh, oh. Well, actually, I've heard some very good things about uh, Bluegill's bargain burial hole as well, in fact. Uh, his, his face kind of clouds over. It's probably just his face, that's fine. It's probably just his face. <laughs> yeah. Throwing people down a hole, that's hardly dignified, is it? That's how I got here. We all fall down a hole at least once in our lives. But should we fall down a hole once in our deaths as well? <sighs> Listen, uh, you're wasting your time with low life like Bluegill. I am? Yes, you need to find yourself a real manager. Oh, no. I mean, we've got a pretty good sponsor, but I don't know of any other managers around. Well, I'm sure I could find someone. Oh, I, I don't know about going behind Bluegill's back. I mean, he seems pretty nice, and, and him and Trixie got very snuggly last night. Mm. Yes, Trixie seems to be taking a lot of... I think. I didn't hear that last bit. Trixie seems to be taking a lot of. Th do you think? I think a real team should value all. This. It's like he's swearing and they're cutting out all of the same. <laughs> all I heard is that he's taking a lot of. at the moment. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know what to do about that. Do it again, Brendan. Also, can I commend you on this vocal choice? It's very Brendan Bennett presents Batman. Oh, I, I, this is some of your best vocal. Thank you. Uh, well, I'm sorry that it's. I'm sorry that it keeps cutting out. You know, Dave. Oh yeah. I think that you could find a gladiatorial team that really appreciated your talents. Don't you think? Oh. Wait, a different team? Yes, I'm putting together a new gladiatorial team and I need someone of your abilities. What do you think? Uh, I'm pretty busy with Belt's team right now. Can I be on two teams? That might be get me up to the surface really fast. If you want to go to the surface, look, if you win, you can bring a few friends with you. That's fine. I you can need bring to a few Yeah. You can bring your oh, buddies sounds, along. This sounds perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'll go tell them. 
you're going to tell them that you're leaving the team? Sure. I, I can say that you've invited us all to be on your team as well and that we can we can all go to the surface. This sounds amazing, Nizema. That is not what I said. That's pretty much what I heard. I've already got three good fighters. I need one more. Oh. And you came to me. Yes, Dave. But there's... Did I make the wrong the choice? I think so, probably. Yeah, Belt's a really, really good fighter. Listen, I can see a showboater, and I know who's who's really carrying their weight around this arena. It's you, Dave. Are you calling me fat? He looks down, and you see that the grass, the glass is cracking a little bit under your hooves. Oh, well, well, it's uh, been nice talking to you, Zima, but um, I think I'm just going to go home. Okay. Um, Belt, you are out on the balcony. Okay. I'd like you to roll perception. Ten. Ten? Yes. Okay. Um, you, as you're looking out over the underdark, um, you can see uh, some figures moving furtively. Okay. Uh, around the edges of the city. Okay. Um, but and you. What do I think about that? You see a glint of silver armor. Oh yeah. Cool. I'm like, hey, cool. Or am what? I like, no? <laughs> I, I guess I guess that's up to you. Well, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you do you want to do anything about it, or are you? Yeah, I go. Hey, I <laughs> like that. Sorry, you you cut out. I said, hey, I see you. Okay. The figures look up towards you. And uh, when they do that, um, it becomes a little bit clearer. You see that these figures are the four Cathys. Mm. And the figure that they are speaking with is uh, like a floating eyeball, like four little tentacles. And when, when, they, when they hear you, Shouting, shouting that out. They look up at you and then they scatter. Hmm. Ponderous. Cool. Then what happens? Uh, the, okay, the, I know. I'll tell yep. you. I'm going to go inside and I'm going to go up to Alfonso. I'll start dancing. And I'm like, hey, Alfonso, I saw something really weird outside. Oh, what was that about? What'd you say? I can't quite, I can't quite figure it out, if I'm honest. But it was the Kathy. And I was like, hey, I see you. And they were talking oh, yeah. an eyeball with tentacles. And then when yeah. they said, then they heard me say, hey, I see you, they all ran away. 
What did the eyeball with tentacles do? I guess he ran away too. Or floated away. He floated. He's a floater. Maybe they were trying to cheat with the eyeball with tentacles. Yeah, maybe. I think you might have busted them cheating or something. Cheating? Oh. Yeah. This is a fun time with us dancing near each other. I bet we'll never dance. Yeah, this is a one-time thing for sure. Yep. Um, so what do you think I should do with that information? Um, with the information? Yes. Um, look, it doesn't matter if they cheat because we will still beat them. Great. So let's just dance the night away. Okay, uh, Trixie, you were yeah. circulating, checking things out. Is there anything in particular you want to find out? Um, I've basically just been like going through the crowd. I'm trying to figure out who's important, who's rich, and hopefully trying to uh, lift some uh, good stuff from some. You want to steal from these nobles? Is that right? Yeah, just like the most rich and important looking ones, you know. I hope we get more stinky keys. Hey. All right. Well, as you as you circulate around, see some of the other gladiators. Uh, you see the four men who are good at good at fighting. Um, you see the team turtles who seem to be back on their feet. Yeah, they've got. Uh, you see, uh, yeah, a few other gladiators you haven't met before. You see uh, Zima and uh, a... Zima have nice clothes? Yes, very nice. Okay, um, I'd like to kind of just walk up around behind Zima get a feel for what he's up to. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just gonna warn you, Trixie. There uh, will be consequences if you are caught. Okay, cool. <laughs> He's wearing a like a, a a robe. Okay, so it's not like close to his skin so much. It's pretty easy to get in and out. Um, I'll have a go. I'll see what he's got in his pocket. Okay, roll roll sleight of hand. Is this after I've been talking to him? Uh, yes, you have um, backed Come away. On. Okay. Okay, uh, it's it's eleven all up. I'm just gonna eleven all up. Yeah. Okay, let's see if he notices. He rolls a four, so you don't <gasps> you don't steal anything, but he doesn't notice. Thank God. That's yeah, quite good. Uh, but he, you, but he, you are standing right next to him, and so he says, "I guess I, I, I turn the fumble into like a bit of a oh well," and I like put my arm around him. I'm like, "Hey, Zemo, you!" Uh, I give him a little noogie. <laughs> okay, um, he he pushes you back. Uh, and then he pulls out a wand and holds it, holds it towards you, uh, and you you see that the tip of it glowing with a green energy. 
And he okay. says, I don't take kindly to people invading my personal space. Trixie Belt. Oh. Well, you may I... be a hero in the arena, but that kind of behavior isn't welcome here. We behave respectably. You think you're more respectable than me? Um, and, and I see all of this going down because I'm on the dance floor with, with Alfonso and I'm like, rut roll, um, things are getting a bit tense here. And then I'm like, no, 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 you misunderstand. Um, Trixie is just trying to start a dance battle. And I do this. See, it's fun. And then I do this thing. And then All I right. do Are you going on along with this, Trixie? Yeah, I just um, move a little bit in between the uh, belt and Alfonso so that hopefully their movements will kind of uh, overshadow mine and bring me up. With okay. Uh, all three of you, I want you to make deception rolls. Deception. Right, right. Uh -oh. Natural 20! Natural 20? What did you get, though? 10. Trixie? Uh, Trixie? Uh, Trixie? Uh, was Trixie? 21. 21. Okay. Um, so, yes, you... The Alfonso and Trixie, you put on some uh, quite impressive dance moves, um, working around belts, more um, uh, pedestrian moves. Uh, and um, Zimar is can't help but be a little bit impressed. Uh, and he says, I suppose I'm not familiar with your surface, surface customs yet. Uh, if I, I I'm not familiar with your your dance battling, but if, if that's what you want to do, please please continue. I I apologize if I offended your customs. That's quite you a right. Offended. You didn't realize. Well, uh, if we have no further business, I will bid you good night. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Goodbye. All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to do at the party, or are you going? Gonna... I'm doing it. What okay. You like? form are a... people like genuinely happy? Is there dark? Are people whispering? Can I see anyone? Do you want to get a sense of what the? Okay. Uh, roll insight. Uh, oh, it's not going to be good. I've got a six on the die. Uh, plus one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as far as you know, people are happy at the party and happy in their lives. Okay. What so, about Dave? What's Dave going to do? Dave's gone home. Back to Blue Girls. So I, I let's say that the um, the three of you leave quite soon after Dave and you 
you're able to catch up with him so that the four of you can walk back to Bluegills together no, through the through the sorry uh, Dave Dave's dragging his hooves so he's not going very fast doing that Charlie Brown walk um, but with four legs okay so the, the the four of you are making your way through now the empty city uh, as people have gone to bed it's late um, you're making your way back towards the the rough side of town um, as you get closer to the river um, could you all make perception checks 20 again what five right. alfonso yeah you so all of you see some some shadowy figures again um but alfonso you are able to see with complete precision that yeah. there are um four figures manhandling a a, a box oh, oh. And, and, get your manhandlers off that box in fact it's it's not so much a box as a treasure chest that's what they call it oh. uh, what do your high elf eyes see what? What do your high elf eyes see? Ah, oh, okay. There's some people manhandling the 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 treasure box. Is that a guy? Oh no! Is it Kamen? Yeah, it it looks like it's Kamen. You can see the the box is kind of like trying to struggle. The box is struggling. They're carrying the they're carrying it into a, a kind of like a a tunnel uh, off the to the side of this large cavern. No, I'm gonna run after them. Yeah, we're going to the tunnel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you run you run uh, after them. They're a little bit uh, like far away, so it takes you a little bit of time to catch up. Um, when you, you get into the tunnel, you can't see them, it's dark, um, but you can hear the, 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 found, the sound of like scraping footsteps further into the tunnel. Mm. Do you want to light a light? I can stay in the dark. Okay, that's handy. I'm going, I can't, so I'm going to, but I have a little, I never use my little light, little, little sensory effect thing, right? I never do that. Can I make just like a little light? Yes. May I make a little light? Okay. I have a torch. Oh, thanks, Dave. Okay. I'm still doing my little light. So you're not worried about being discovered? Oh! I hate it when Brendan says stuff like that. It means that you I mean, should be worried about it. I'm clomping down a tunnel in my hooves. Fair so. enough. So you're 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 kind of you're you're rushing down this tunnel. Uh, you've lit, lit a torch. You've got a little light. Um, you get further uh, and further into the tunnel. Um, there's a few. There's a couple of like uh, twists and turns and like where it divides but you can hear the footsteps ahead of you and so you know which way to go um after you've gone for a, a few minutes into these tunnels uh you lose track of the sound 
Oh, okay. Some kind of secret door or something that they've used? Uh, well, make an investigation check. Anyone can do it. All right. Mine's a six. Oh, yeah. we all roll? Well, that's fine. If no one else wants to, that's fine. Um, oh. You can find no sign of uh, a secret door or footprints or anything like that. Um, well, I had the idea of a secret door, but I can't find one. I'm pretty sure I've got, like, some ability for finding passages and ways of getting around. I'm a sneaky road person type thing. Okay. My, perception, my perception check is 17. What do I get? Okay. You also can't find any secret passages or footprints, but you are more certain that they aren't there. Oh. In fact, it looks like no one's been through this tunnel for a while. Well, then what was the noise? Oh, did we follow a fake noise? You hear a, you hear a laughing. Oh, uh, shit. going down the, the tunnel. <laughs> Do you think you're the only ones who can conjure fantastical sounds? Either ah! used to. And illusions. Where is this voice coming from? It's 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 almost as if someone is making a magical sensory effect. Uh, no, I so hate when people sounds... do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then there's this laugh, uh, this that gets louder and louder mm -hmm. um, until it's like echoing up and down the tunnel. Uh, and then you feel a rumbling. Right, Rob. Um, um, I want to use my primeval awareness. Um, okay. So I get to sense if there's any aberrations, celestials. Just... Uh, aberrations or celestials, is that what you can sense? Or Dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna guess that you can also sense this. Can you sense what it is, or just that it's there? Uh, just that it's there. You feel, uh, you feel something large moving towards you, but oh, not no. through the tunnel. Seemingly through the earth underneath the tunnel. Oh. There's something underneath us, everyone. How far underneath us? I don't, less than a mile. Oh, but more than like five feet, hypothetically. I feel like you'd all know if it was five feet. Okay. Uh, as you're discussing this, um, behind you, uh, from the, the direction that you came, mm. uh, you see, uh, like, rocks start to crumble on the, the floor behind you. Um, and then something starts to break through um, until um, emerging out of the ground is an enormous purple mouth. Oh, no. Uh, it comes out and it fills up the tunnel 
behind you. Uh, Dave is someone who has encountered a lot of strange animals in their time. You know that this is a purple worm. A purple worm. I don't know what that is. It's a, not good. It's a gargantuan monstrosity. Uh, the massive burrowing monster known as the purple worm terrorizes the creatures of the Underdark as it chews through solid rock in pursuit of prey. A dim-witted, ravenous force of nature, this creature regards anything it counters as food. That's us. Oh. Yeah, I think, yeah, that, yep. Yeah. Really wish I had that stinky cheese right now. <laughs> okay, here's the first thing that happens. Uh, Alfonso, who was lagging behind, um, yeah. the the purple worm just slides forward and yeah. swallows Alfonso whole. Oh, fucking bye! Because Al Alfonso burnt, because uh, Kathleen burnt her hand, um, she has to leave. I am still, I am fine. I am. <laughs> I'm not killing you, but if you need to go, you can go. All right. The purple worm tries to snap at Alfonso, but she jumps out of the way just in time. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, good. Then what well, happens? I'd say, well, if you want to just stand there, I can take it from here, or if you want to act, um, you can act. Is this an initiative type dealio? Yeah, why don't you roll initiative? 28. That's a good idea, Dave. Okay, so we'll start with Belt. What do you want to do? Okay, um, so all I see is the mouth? Yep. Uh, well, it's, it's, in fact, well, now that it's, it's snapped its mouth shut, so you can see it, it's, its head. It doesn't have eyes. Okay. Um, so all you can see is this big purple closed mouth with its jagged, like, interlinking teeth. Okay, and I still don't have all of my stuff. I've only got what I bought, what I got from the place. That's right. So you've got your, your weapons. You've got uh, the cooking equipment that Bluegill got for you. Yep. Um, you still have your clothes and your, uh, your belts and all that kind of thing. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, uh, let's, um, if it ain't, don't fix it. I'm going to try to i'm yeah i'm gonna try to longbow like right in his mouth and i'm gonna okay. use a special arrow because i never use them um let's go a banishing arrow wow yeah that'd be amazing wouldn't that be good wow got some lighting going on oh there it is. <laughs> i'm just looking really turned on by that last yeah i'm only being lit by my screen that's that's why that's him excuses excuses can i do that brendan yes you can so yes do you need me to read out about the banner i've got it i've got it i just looked it up it, it's a 17. A 17. So uh, in total? Yep. Okay. That that does just hit. Um, 
this so this is a banishing arrow so it makes a charisma saving throw now dave of course you will know that a purple has, has a charisma of four um so i'm at a minus three so let's see um how it does it fails the saving throw yay the uh purple worm suddenly disappears from view um as it's banished to another dimension yeah oh thank god and then i, I rip my shirt open <laughs> um, is it gonna be bad belt bell is it gonna come back um great question dave yes yeah. it's going to come back on the next turn oh, oh. I sew my t-shirt back up very quick. <laughs> All right. Uh, you've still got a movement. Do you want to move? Me? You did your attack. You can move. Oh, right hey. Away, Let's get the hell out of here. Okay. So you start running down the, down the tunnel. That's the way we came. Great. Uh, yeah. Is that, is that what everyone's going to do? I'll um, run with I'm going to. I'm going to run, but I'm also going to cast a spike growth um, at where it is going to turn back up. I was wanting to use my uh, mold earth to take some of the rock and muck up the top and turn it into a big spike, as big as I could make it. It's just hovering there for now. Uh, so you do all of those things. Uh, you manage to run so that you're kind of on the other side of it, on the city side of the tunnel. Um, when it suddenly reappears now behind you, a little confused uh, because it's facing the wrong direction. But uh, you see that it then starts to tunnel down into the ground. Um, so every five feet its body moves over the thing, it's 2d4 damage. It's going to take a fair bit of damage, but it does have a lot of hit points. Mm. It may as well be speaking another language. <laughs> so you can feel it as it slithers down it's now moving back underneath the ground not as fast as you can run by any means um, but you you're trying to run back out of this uh, tunnel and you remember there was a few uh, like different paths that you took so I want to find out if you can find your way back out so that will be a survival roll. I'm guessing that you're leading them, Dave. Uh, oh, yep. Okay. 14. 14. Okay. Uh, you get turned around a little bit. You don't find the most efficient way to get out. Uh, but after running around a little bit, um, you do, you constantly hearing this rumbling sound as the, the worm is able to take the kind of, as the crow flies path. As the worm burrows. As the worm burrows, as, as we say in the other dark. Um, but you see ahead of you, uh, the, the illumination of the city at the end of this tunnel. Manage to make your way out. It's taken you a while, but then, uh, as the worm emerges behind you, you break out through the tunnel back into the city. 
um, and the the worm stops uh, as there seems to be some kind of ward uh, built to stop the worm from entering the city. Oh. Ah. Oh. Ah. We'll make that noise of the worm to tease it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's hard to tell, but you sense maybe it's healing. Its feelings have been hurt. Oh no! <laughs> I know how that feels. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, what do you do? It's turns out that you're you're in there for longer than you thought. Uh, you went there in the kind of early hours of the morning, and now it's it's full morning. Oh, we haven't said all. Is there anyone around? Yeah, you can see now people are so the uh, like the moss farmers are out getting their moss. Um, people are people are going about their daily business. Some of them probably heard the rumbling and were like, "What's going on?" Um, like so they were like waking up. It's like uh, approaching midday now. Oh. We say to some of these farmers, like, man, we just saw a massive worm down there. Is that like a thing down here? Oh, uh, that'll be the purple worm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, only an idiot would go into those tunnels. Oh, are you idiots? No. Did you go into the tunnels? Yeah. No. Just, just no. Maybe a little yeah, we bit. Did. Just a little bit. Just a little Our bit. friend was in danger, though. I hurt my hand. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, if you've got good reasons to go and get killed by a worm, then certainly I'm not going to judge you. Thank you. Are these worms known for, like, having timey-wimey qualities? No. You just think that you, you got... You lost track of time while you were in the Because we've already been at a party. How long have we been in the tunnel? Looks like you're in there for a few hours. Uh, if, no, we, if we include the, like, chasing, chasing the phantom sounds and then working your way back out. Yeah. I mean, time flies when you're having fun. Mm -hmm. We all know that. I'm still worried about Kimim. Oh, yeah. Should we go to his shop? Yeah, okay. Okay, and while we're walking along the way, I'm like, oh, hey, Dave, before all this crap happened with this worm, you seemed pretty down, bro. You know, because even though I'm a very hard man, amazing pecs, I do have quite a sensitive understanding of feelings. Yeah, you do have amazing pecs, Belt. Well, I was talking to Zima, and I thought we were going to be friends, and he was going to invite us all to be on another Gladiator team. But then he was telling me I, I carried a lot of weight. And I didn't like that. Well, that's not like emotional weight. Or maybe he meant emotional weight. I suppose I have been dwelling on a lot. Mm. Um. Well, hey, that doesn't sound. What about Blue Girl? It seemed at first like we could be on both teams, but now I, d I don't know. It seemed maybe he's a direct competitor of Blue Girl. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay, and then I um I put my hand on Dave's shoulder, and I'm like, next time somebody talks to you like that, you come and find me, okay? 
Oh, well, thanks, Belt. If they ever say, don't tell Belt, that is a key sign that you should be telling Belt. I'll bear that in mind. Good. And then we will. This conversation has taken you all the way to Kimim's Weapons and Armor Emporium. Yes. Uh, you push through the door, ding, 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 uh, and you see, just like last time, uh, Kimim is sat on the counter of his weapons shop, uh, looking un unchanged from, from last time you were there two days ago. Great. Kimum, you're okay. Why, why wouldn't I be? I thought we saw lots of shadowy figures carrying you away. I've been, I've been here all night. Oh. Do you have, like, family here? Uh... I mean, I, I was... I believe I was made by an evil wizard. So not family as such, although, you know, I keep in touch with the other constructs. Okay. Hey, um, shouldn't you be having a match right now? What do you mean right now? Wait, we're on everyone every day? Yeah. I thought we had a buy. Why do you think that? It feels like we've done a lot. Okay, well, if, if if Bluegill told you that you've got a buy, then you probably have a buy. That's absolutely fine. He did seem very, he did seem very excited this morning about a big match. And, uh, Damn it. He did, if I remember correctly, he did click his heels and say, all oh, my problems are finally solved. No. Oh. I get on Dave. Oh, 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 okay, then. And then I make the others. And then I make him run. All right. Uh, as you as you gallop your way towards the arena, which is not very far away, um, you can you can make out the voice of Felix Woundray um, being like amplified and echoing around the city. And it looks like Belt's buddies are ten seconds away from. Forfeiting their match. No. Nine, eight, Run. seven, six. I five. don't have anything to make us go faster. Um, everyone, get on my tinted disc. How fast is? Uh, there's no way it can carry me faster than I can run. Yeah. Uh, you with all of the speed that you can, you. Are you you're going to go through the usual entrance? No, we're going to do something dramatic, what? like get in like, the crowd. Like what? Like come in the crowd's entrance. Well, I, if we're on my desk, then we could like float and pop, like you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's also cool. Like fucking angels of death. Yeah. Okay, so you summon your disc and you skid it ahead of you like a frisbee like a skimming stone, and um, Dave in full gallop leaps on top of it with the rest of you, uh, and it, like, skims, uh, bounces, bounces up over the arena 
bringing you to a, a landing in the middle of the, in this at the side of the arena. Um, everyone, everyone gasps. That's uh, what we like. I'm gonna rip my shirt open. Yeah! The one that I've just stitched up. And I kind of help belt a little bit this time. Uh, there's there's dead silence, uh, and uh, you look up and you see Bluegill. Uh, he was just like not in the VIP box. He's kind of like to the side of the VIP box, uh, and his face is stunned. Uh, he says, "I." I bet everything on this match. We made it. Yeah, we're here. Too late. What? What? What do you mean too late? You're too late. You're forfeited. No, no, we're here now. Well, I just also want to point out right away, like, we're not responsible for your gambling, man. That's your responsibility. Yep, you're right. Sorry. Yep. Well, I don't, I don't know about you, Blue Girls. We're just like yelling out at the arena, but um, I bet that a lot of the people gathered around here came to see a match. Am I right? As I like from, gesture to the audience at large. From the from the VIP box, you hear another voice. It's too late. You're forfeited. You lose. Oh look! Well, the the powers that be are against us, but the common folk you want you want to see some some gladiating, don't you? Yeah. Right, tell me how you're going to win the crowd to your side. I say uh, uh, to the people at large, hey, doesn't anybody remember that this weekend daylight saving time came in? So like, <laughs> I think you guys are overlooking some stuff. We're we still don't have daylight. We're still on overground time. You hear uh, another voice from the other end of the arena. There's no point. You would have lost anyway. Or is it one of the Cathays? Well, what do you think? Oh, my God, it's such a Cathay. Were you too busy chasing an illusion through a cave? Oh, my God. Can everyone see this Cathay? That's an awfully specific guess. It's a common metaphor that we use in the underdog. <laughs> or maybe. Uh, the, uh, Felix uh, says, uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, folks, the rules, if uh, you you weren't here in time, and so... Uh, unless? Un unless? Oh, there's always a technicality. Unless? Yeah, like, unless we're dogs or something. It's like nothing... Dogs being like horse. Well, I, I suppose uh, if you if you made an interesting enough challenge, the Cathys might be willing to accept. I look at the Cathys and I say, um, um, uh, "You guys are chicken." And then I make a minor allusion and a callback to earlier when I was like. You've peed your pants, but they hadn't. This time I just make like a physical illusion of just like pee coming out of their pants. Like real big, so that all of the crowd can see. 
<laughs> 14. Do I get a plus? Um, uh, Kathy just snaps her fingers and, it, and the illusion vanishes. No! I reckon Alfonso's onto something. I, I, I say we challenge the Kathys to, to see who can withstand the most embarrassment in this public forum. <laughs> <laughs> You've already embarrassed yourself. There's, there's only one thing that would interest us. Oh, what? <laughs> Turn the safeties off. The what? Oh, like how What's you die, but you don't die. Wait, so you guys have been playing with safeties this whole time? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you haven't even been watching. Then <laughs> I flit in and out. You want to fight? Okay, cool. I'm down. All right. Uh, all right, folks. Things have taken an interesting turn. It looks like the Cathy's and Belt's buddies are going to be fighting to the death. Yeah. The or yeah, the crowd goes wild. And, and that is the point where we are going to finish things for tonight. Good. Da-da. Um, all right. Thank you very much, uh, everyone, for joining us. It looks like Karen has disappeared. Um, maybe he got in by the person. Yeah. Um, so I would like to thank uh, Kieran Searle, who is Dave the Centaur, uh, Emma Cousin, who is Belle, uh, Aaron Jelly, who is Trixie, Kathleen Burns, who was Alfonso, uh, and I have been Brendan Bennett, your Dungeon Master. Uh, also, thank you to Eden, who was taking care of all of the technical aspects of the show. Um, thank you to uh, Matt Powell, who designed the 100 Acre Boys. Um, and to Truby Dylan Smith, who designed the Cathy's. Um, <laughs> I did Truby's. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Um, we will um, maybe maybe we can maybe we can kind of wrap things up next Tuesday of of this adventure, um, and uh, we'll see whether Belt's buddies live or die. Interesting. Uh, um, thank you, thank you for your support, everyone. Um, if you would, if you want to, like listen to previous episodes of the show, they are all available as podcasts on uh, DungeonsandComedians.com or iTunes or wherever. Um, this, the video of this one and of the last episode are available on our Facebook page, and also I'll release them as podcasts. Um, so you're welcome to do that. Um, if you if you would like to support us, um, you could uh, write a review on iTunes or um, just tell someone about the show. Um, would be nice. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you, thank you very much, everyone. Um, I think that that is us. Uh, yeah. Um, good night.